set your internet dials to danger as we bring you action, as we bring you science, and as we bring you theatre. With Action Science Theatre. Good afternoon and welcome to the 1911 Solvay Conference. May I take your name? My name? I am Albert Einstein. Einstein... Einstein, let's see, hmm, did you send in your registration form in time? Uh, yes, I thought so. Hmm, you probably forgot, never mind, just makes my life more difficult. I'm sorry, I thought I'd... Uh, it's fine, I'll just have a look through the forms. Can you see your badge here? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's me, uh, the only badge that's left, with Einstein written on it. Oh, Einstein, right, there you go. So here's your name badge, and we have a program for you, and a small bag with useless bits of paper for you to throw away later. Thank you very much. Have you attended a Solvay conference before, Mr. Einstein? Uh, no. Well, this is the first one that's taken place, so... So, no then. Alrighty. Well, bedrooms are on the second floor, conference facilities are on the first floor, coffee and tea are served on this floor, and in the basement is a secret which we will not speak of, ever. Okay then, thank you very much. Enjoy the conference. Thank you, Sean. That's all of them, and not a looker in the lot. Ah, oh, Albert, good to see you. Oh, Frau Curie, a pleasure as always. Have you met my daughter, Irene? No, I haven't had the pleasure. She's taking a short break in her studies to assist me. How do you do, Doctor? I have greatly enjoyed your work. Oh, well, thank you, my dear. It would seem Mr. Solvay has managed to gather together the best and <laughs> brightest of those working in radiation. Was that a pun, Albert? Of course not, madam. You know I would never dare. Of course. Have either of you met our host yet? We arrived only a few minutes before you, but I believe he might be the man who just walked in and is standing awkwardly on that chair. I think you're right. Perhaps he wants another drink. <coughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you all for coming. I am honoured to have you all here under my roof for this, the first Solvay Conference. It took me a while to think of the name. <laughs> <laughs> I intend to have these little get-togethers. Dad! Ah, Robin. Not now. I'm welcoming our guests. It's urgent, Dad. Dr. Corb. Robin? Famous scientists. Me standing on a chair. Glass pinging. Mr. Solvay, it seems to me that you should listen to what your daughter is saying, if it is urgent. Madam Curie, that implies I ever have a choice in the matter. Oh, my God. You're Marie Curie. I'm such a huge fan. Dad, you didn't tell me she'd be here. <clears throat> well, thank you all for coming again. Hopefully this should be a fruitful few days. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must share the full guest list with my daughter, apparently. <sighs> Madame Curie, may I present my daughter, Robin? Wow. I mean, hi. Um, I mean, I really like your work and the radiation stuff and you've been doing... And a... this is Albert Einstein. Guten Tag. Hi. Anyway, Marie Curie, I really love your stuff, and, and oh my god, I didn't think you'd actually... Take a breath, my dear. This is my daughter, Irene. Irene, can we be best friends? Maybe. Could you let go of my arm first? Sorry. Robin, not to interrupt your introduction to this important physicist, 
But what was it that was so urgent that you interrupted my introduction to this room full of important physicists? Oh, right. Dr. Corb ignored me. Apparently I'm just an assistant, and now the device is, well, rumbling. Rumbling? Yes. Rumbling how much, would you say? I'd say a bit. Hmm. Do excuse me, I must go and look into this. It was an honour to meet you, Madam Curie. See you later, Irene, buddy, pal. Well, now. Indeed. My arm hurts. Lord, I hate unpacking. I find it so difficult to care which drawer my socks will go into, but yet I am paralysed with indecision. Hmm. Curious. Mysterious rumblings, eh? That gets a four on my interestometer. And a mysterious door knock to boot. Well, socks, you have my apologies, but now I am downright intrigued. We are at level six. Ah, Frau Curie and Fraulein Curie, level seven. Dr. Einstein. We were just wondering if you would like to come with us to investigate that rumbling. How did you know I was awake? We could hear you talking to yourself through the walls. Clever. Level eight. We were going to investigate the basement by ourselves, but we thought it would be polite to invite you also. And for fear that you would begin to answer yourself as well if you were left alone for too long. I would be offended at the suggestion, but I cannot be angry at two such charming ladies. Plus, I did apologize to my socks before I opened the door, so let us go and investigate this phenomenon further. Where did you learn to pick a lock, Miss Curie? My mother taught me. Really? There are many respectable reasons for picking locks, Dr. Einstein. I am sure I shall think of one in due course. It came from over there. Look, it is Solvay. It is talking to a man I do not recognize. That must be Dr. Corb. Solvay's daughter mentioned him. They appear to be arguing. Damn it, man! It's a simple enough request! I refuse to fill out this... this health and safety form. My science is my art and will not be constrained. It just shows that you thought sensibly about the risks. It's only one little form. No! I do what needs to be done, and a peon like you will have no say in what that is. Well, I did pay for all this, you know. I care not. This is tantamount to censorship. Listen, Robin will be concerned. Ha! That, that is not an argument. Did you not hear me say, ha? Well, yes, but everything is perfectly safe. You say that, but ha! Again. What is that under the tarpaulin behind them? It's big. My god, it, it's a cage! And whatever's trapped inside is not happy. The top one is off, but there's something in the way. Wait! We are running! It's, it's a, uh, Giant 
while I'm gone. Please stand behind me, Dr. Einstein. Well, I really feel... <gasps> have a gun? Didn't bring one? We're investigating mysterious rumbles in a dingy basement. Yeah, well, you've got it attention now. Do hurry, Frau Curie! It may be slow, but it's very angry! Hey, say, what are you lot doing here? Saving your life! Hurry, gentlemen, before the giant ant eats us. Come along, Irene. Be right there, Mother. Irene, come along now. Just coming. Don't go down there, Robin. There is a giant ant on the loose. Mr. Twinkles, is he all right? Herr Twinkles? That's the ant's name. I told that bloody idiot Corb this would happen. Is he injured? Corb? Well... She means Mr. Twinkles. I'm sorry, Robin, but I had to shoot it at... Are you wearing a T-shirt with my face on it? Yes. Do you like it? What does BFF mean? We haven't the time for this now. Sorry. Wait. You shot Mr. Twinkles? It was the only way to save your father. Well, I guess it was okay then. Kind of. Where is Corbin all this? He, uh, didn't make it, dear. Now, I know that might come as a shock, so if you need to... I'm really quite fine, father. He was an idiot. Robin, now we are best friends. Forever. Ah, BFFs. So, they might you care to explain the existence of Mr. Twinkles? Well, <clears throat> I was funding Corb's research into a giantification ray. A giantification ray? Yes, a ray for making things giant. I guessed that, Mr. Solvay. Hugeification ray? A largeification ray? Just think of the good it could do. You could giantify one cow to feed hundreds of people. Trouble is, it only seems to work on insects. Not sure why. There's some fine eating on an insect, though. But it seems to have worked a little too well. Indeed. Although I imagine we're perfectly safe for the moment. Now it's trapped down in the... Now that appeared much louder than before. I see. Everyone, move to the staircase, please. But why? Because you said we were perfectly safe. That marble was expensive.
so scared. I rather think we should be more concerned about all of us, my dear. And and that roars. This whole thing is crazy. That's coming from a man with my hair. Will help us by helping him. We have to figure out how to reverse the giantification. Quite right, Robin. We have to be humane. Otherwise, why be human? Well, Robin, you will need to tell us all you know about this giantification process. I shall go upstairs and wake everyone up. We'll need everyone's brains for this. Now, Robin, just exactly how does this giantification process work? Well, Corb realised that everything has a harmonic frequency of its own. Like how an opera singer can sing just the right note to break a glass. That note is the glass's harmonic frequency. Well, I am sure we all appreciate the effort, Mr. Solvay. You are in a room with a number of Nobel Prize winning physicists. We are aware what a harmonic frequency is. Okay, I was just explaining in case anyone listening didn't know. Anyone at all. Well, Corb discovered that with the right energy level, particularly an energy level which is an irrational number, he can cause all of the atoms in an object to undergo a spontaneous scale adjustment. My dear, that is completely impossible! And not at all how physics work! But given that there is a giant ant below us, almost two storeys tall, and growing, well, we might reassess what we consider to be possible and impossible at this time. Ah, gentlemen, gentlemen! I must first invite you to poke your heads downstairs, but not too far. Your brains are no use to anyone rolling about on the floor. Once you have recovered from the shock, please come back up here. We have much work to do. Gentlemen! Gentlemen! Thank you. We are running out of time. The ant is almost big enough to reach this floor. Luckily, it seems to be staying in the building. The walls are very well designed. How far have the working groups progressed? Well, myself, De Broglie and Planck think we have a workable theoretical model of what is going on inside the atom. It is crude, but Robin has been a great help. And Rutherford, Irene and myself think we can use a theory to build a de-giantification ray. We might call it a shrink ray. But we haven't really decided. Well, I like shrink ray. What about the equipment to make it? Corb needed a lot of equipment. In theory, it should be easier to shrink something back to normal size. The atomic nuclei will want to collapse back to the most stable energy state after all. Okay, then the next step... is for everyone to run upstairs right now! certainly broken, Madame Curie. Well, there's no time for that now. And lying on my bed isn't going to do any good if an increasingly giant ant crashes through the floor below us. What's above this floor? Just the roof. Well then, it's time to act. What do we need? I have a lot of it in my room. Rutherford is already getting the rest of the delegates building what we need. But? There is one piece we definitely need from the basement. Now that is a problem. I'll have to go and get it. Absolutely not! Dad, it has to be me. I'm the only one who knows what to look for, and Mr Twinkles is growing faster every moment. We don't have time to argue. 
You don't have to go alone, however. Dr. Einstein is correct. I shall go with you. That is not what I was about to say. I was going to put myself forward. Dr. Einstein, you're a good man, but we shall have to rappel down a three-story drop, combat a giant ant, grab a heavy piece of equipment, and then dash back up here with all haste. Ah. Rappelling? Lifting? Hmm. Like all theoretical physicists, upper body strength is not really my forte. Uh, but I could certainly still help, um, somehow. Dr. Einstein, one of the other things I have taught my daughter is that look she is giving you at the moment. There is no arguing with the look, believe me. Hmm. I... perhaps I shall take your mother's advice and defer to you on this occasion. I still don't like this. I know, Dad. We'll be fine, I promise. Irene, ready? Certainly. There's some rope in the utility cupboard. Let's go. How will we know how they're doing? This is driving me mad. I'm sure we'll be getting some hints momentarily. They sound like they have met their foe. That's my girl! Good or bad? Shh! Oh no! Got it! Mr. Twinkles is getting really big! They do grow up so fast! Girls, you made it! Thank God! Wunderbar! But we must be quick! Way ahead of you. I already got the rest of the shrinkway from yes. Rutherford, and I just need to screw the piece from the basement onto the front here. Done. Right. Mother, you'll need to get off the bed. Now. I agree. Doctor, would you mind helping me up? Oh! Mr. Twinkles is almost here. As soon as I see part of him, I can shrink him. you do. Look around you. Look. Oh, my God. Now that changes things. The entire city. It's... Giant. My God. That's it. The giantification ray wasn't a giantification ray. Corb got it wrong. So, Mr. Twinkles isn't growing. He's staying exactly the same. While the building... And its occupants have shrunk. How extraordinary! Which would explain why the shrink ray didn't work. But not the roaring. Ah, so we reverse the polarity on that thing and giantify us all back to normal. Dad, you can't just switch a polarity and do the opposite thing. That's not even close to how anything works. We only have one thing left to do. Jump off the roof! It's three stories straight down! Not anymore, Doctor. It looks to me to be about half an inch. 
And according to the model we worked out... The effect should be localised. Theoretically. And how much do you trust equations, Doctor? A bit. Very well. I shall go first. I don't trust the equations, Doctor, but I trust my daughter. Here I go. Good afternoon and welcome to the 1913 Solvay Conference. May I take your name? My name? Why? This is the famous Dr. Einstein, Cheryl. Solvay, my good man. I do hope this second Solvay Conference shall be less eventful than the last one. Well, no one has heard from Dr. Korb since the incident two years ago. I expect we're perfectly safe. I've heard that one before. Einstein, eh? Never heard of him. But he was the last, so now I'm officially off the clock. I wonder what news there is on the radio. And finally, there's been another sighting of what people are calling the one-armed ant king. A tiny man in charge of an army of ants? Urban myth or strange reality? We'll have more after these messages. Starring in Solvent Abuse were Matt Kirk, Rona Wells, Shreya Rao, Jack Broom, Wendy Bradley, Dan Bond and Brian Mucken. Written by Dan Bond and Brian Mucken. Produced by Dan Booth. For more Action Science Theatre, go to actionsciencetheatre.com. Action Science Theatre.